This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning. It is Tuesday, October 13th, and you're listening to the College Football Daily. My name is Trey Scott. Back again, Chris Hummer, National College Football Writer for 24-7 Sports, joined us on Monday's recap episode. And now he's here to take over the whole thing. Chris, you've got an interview coming up with uh, Miami of Ohio Special Teams Coordinator Doug Shearer to talk about the problem that has been ailing college football, and that is special teams have been horrible in 2020. I don't have any stats to back that up, but anecdotally, on any given weekend, in any given game, special teams have been a disaster. Um, I'm going to let you take things from from here uh, with, with Doug. But before we do that, Chris, any takeaways um, that you want the listener to to be paying attention to or, or any thoughts of your own on, on why special teams has been such a problem? Yeah, so Doug is a member of 24-7 Sports' 30 Under 30 list. We think he's a really promising up-and-coming uh, court coach, and he joined us to kind of talk about special teams issues. Um, he kind of pinpointed a few things. One of them is kind of a fault in technique from a lot of people, which stems from a lot of things uh this year it's probably mostly from a lack of preparation time ahead of the season but some of it's also just like a lack of emphasis by coaches kind of on special teams miami ohio for instance um kind of carves out at least 30 minutes a day to kind of work on special teams during the practice sessions some schools do not spend that time um this isn't this year but charlie strong quite famously coached for three years at texas and never once hired a special teams coordinator and it bit him in the butt time after time after time. Uh, Tom Herman's experiencing a similar thing kind of this year. And you might've said anecdotally, and I also don't have stats to back it up, but I've seen more block punts, muff punts, kickoff return touchdowns, coverage breakdowns. than I've kind of seen in all of the years I play covered college football. And uh, Doug kind of helps explain all of that with kind of an eye towards what Miami, Ohio does to be time after time, one of the better, kind of special teams units in the country. Um, and I just think people are really going to enjoy the interview. Yeah. I, uh, I was watching football this weekend cause you did the interview last week and I was like, all right, need to keep a notebook of, of, of bloopers that I see to call it out on this episode. I don't really even need to keep notes. I mean, the primetime game on ABC Clemson versus Miami Clemson had three kicks blocked. That just, that tells you everything you need to know. So without further ado, Chris Hummer and Doug Shearer. Okay, uh, Doug, the Mac starts uh, the season on November 4th, so you probably haven't really gotten to sit back and think about this too much, but I'm sure you've watched a lot of football uh, the last few Saturdays. Um, just kind of in your observations, what kind of notes have you made about the special teams watching the sport recently? Yeah, um, great question. I, I think that just from overall, whether it's an offense, defense, and, and obviously from a special team standpoint, when you watch the games and um, how quick we've all been thrusted into this season and, and the lack of time we've had around our players. Um, you know, I think you see uh, a lot of issues with technique, good and bad, you know, and, and that's probably the biggest thing that we're working on here is to make sure our guys understand their assignments, um, understand the technique that they're looking to, that we're looking for them to perform. And, 
if they can do that, the scheme will end up being the scheme. Um, and so it's important for us as coaches to, with this limited time, you know, we want to get everything in. We want to show our kids all the looks. We want to get all the situations in, and that has to get done. But um, we can't skip so fast to that. Um, and, you know, that's probably the biggest thing. And don't really get a lot of a chance to watch this much football yeah, ever, you know, as a coach. Um, so it's been fun to, to watch a bunch of games, see a bunch of old players, guys that you know in the profession, and also make those mental notes of what we need to do to get ready for, for a short season and, and obviously a lot of unexpected um, to come for us as well. I feel like when most people think about technique, we think about offensive line play. We think of like your releases as a receiver, but you probably probably don't think a lot about what you're doing on special teams. Um, when you're noticing issues there, like what are kind of some of the smaller things that you would notice that the general fan wouldn't? And what are you kind of pointing out to your players kind of in the meeting room as a result? Sure. No, that's a great point. Um, you know, first thing I think about is defensive players on the punt team. Um, they're now blocking. So defensive players are always destroying blocks and making tackles. And, and running down the field. Um, but from the punt protection standpoint, those guys are a lot of times in the core, guards, tackles, um, ends. They could be shield bodies. So we've got to make sure that they understand how to block. And a lot of them may have done that at the high school level. They may have done it in spring ball for us, but it's been a long time. So their stances, um, their footwork, their first step, where their aiming points are, um, I think is extremely important, their hand placement. Um, so that's the first thing that I think about um, when it comes to technique, especially on special teams, because that's unique. If it's an offensive player on pump protection, they're used to blocking it. If they're a tight end or a running back, they do that a lot more in their position group than they do on, on defense. And then obviously flip that, you know, from an offensive perspective, you know, they don't tackle as much. And when they're running down on coverage units, how to put your body in the right position to tackle, how to break down where your feet should be, where your eyes should be, where your shoulder should be. So um, that's extremely important to make sure that we kind of get all that coached um, within the first few weeks here as we install our schemes um, on all four units and then obviously also on the field goal, field goal block stuff. Actually, I've always wondered about that. Like when you're talking about defensive players having to block or offensive players having to tackle, as a coaching staff, how do you decide your kind of I know it really comes down to personnel and what you've got, sure. but how do you decide what players are going to slot into those special teams positions? Sure. Um, you know, a lot of, a lot of evaluation and obviously that evaluation time is, is shrunk yes, down, yeah. um, especially for these new young kids that are coming in that maybe weren't with us in spring, whether it's a transfer or whether it's a, a true freshman, but we are always going to try to put them whenever we introduce a unit on special teams through fundamental drills of that unit. And it's a way to teach those fundamentals and techniques, but it's also our chance to eval the kid. Um, and eval each player and and how quickly do they pick it up from the the first meeting to the first time we do it at practice and then we try to give them another opportunity to do that whether it's in a um, half line period or, or a shortened down type of uh, 11 on 11 deal to see if they can execute the technique even more and obviously you know with this year it's going to be guys that pick it up a little bit faster than they're going to get you know thrown into the fire quicker guess on kind of that note have you noticed more just technical errors across the board and like, what would you kind of attribute things like muff punts to that we don't normally see as much or maybe field goal blocks? I guess that kind of comes down to technique along the blocking yeah. unit as well. Like, what have you really seen pop up a lot that you don't usually see as much in the season? Sure. I, th I think the, the field goal protection is probably one of the harder things um, to prepare for um, because you need live reps to test your protection. But at the same time, we've all been thrown into this season and we don't want to get our best offensive linemen and best defensive linemen into scrums on our own practice field. And um, that's important for us. So, you know, you're only doing that stuff at three-step rushes or, or very little 
full speed. So those guys, it's it, they're thrown into the fire quick without ever getting a live rep. And then it's in a game and it matters. And, and your opponent's got a different color jersey on and he's trying to block the kick. And, and now you've got to protect. Um, so it's important for us to put veteran guys in there in those positions and to make sure that they're prepared for that, obviously, as much as they can be in practice. Um, you know, we talk to our guys a lot about every play is the play, um, whether that's offense, defense, or special teams. And, and whether it's the block PAT on the first PAT that comes back to, to haunt you, right, or whether it's the game winner, it, to, to us, everything matters. And that's the way Coach Martin will handle that. Um, and then I think just from an overall standpoint, just you don't know where some of these teams are at on TV with their roster, yeah. you know how many guys have been contact traced or quarantined or who's prepared. And, and as much as we can get these guys prepared, I'm sure every coach is out there making sure they're going through their checklist and, and talking about everything, but you can be thrusted, you know, a guy into the lineup really, really quick. So it's important that, you know, everyone understands that when you're coaching one guy, you're coaching the entire group so, because it could be anybody. So cross trainings, um, especially important with special teams. Issues. Exactly. You know, when I'm in a meeting, if I'm coaching the, the, the right guard on our kickoff return team, well, it's probably going to pertain to the left guard. Right. It's probably going to pertain to the fourth guy as the right guard. So I might say, Hey, John, but Cam and, and Manny who are behind John have to be listening too, because they may be put into the lineup really quick and they have the opportunity to, make the same mistake or make the correction of that mistake at the right time. So we can execute the ball. I know coaches all have their different techniques to make sure those guys behind them are paying attention. How do you kind of quiz your guys? Like when you're talking to that right guard and you really need his backup right guard to pay attention on the block unit. Yeah, for sure. I think it's important just, you know, getting the guys to talk back to you. Um, the biggest thing we've tried to do here and, and every time we, we restart with the guys, whether it's spring or training camp or OTAs is to try to cut down the terms that we're using. So, when I use a, I use a term in our meeting room, they know exactly what I mean by that term and vice versa. Um, try to scan the room and try to call out guys quick and try to get them to answer questions and, and give us that feedback. Um, so every unit's got a few, a few things that they should be able to feedback right away if that's asked. And, you know, you kind of get an idea based upon how loud the group is back to you, yeah. um, how much confidence and volume they have in, in what they're talking about. And if they don't give you that feedback, then I know that I've got to try to find a way to, to reach them differently. Um, a little bit different right now too, with, with virtual meetings oh, yeah. and limited time to have a ST meeting. And, you know, we're trying to do it with a lot of space and, and social distancing in the mass. So it's a little bit harder to get the, the conversation going and there's not as much time to get things covered. So um, it's important that we still stick to that when we can, but I'm always trying to grab guys you know, and like all our coaches are um, on the side, coming off the field, going on the field, you know, whenever they're in the building and just trying to get them on, on every little thing. I'm just wondering, uh, is this the easiest, maybe I know there's a lot of challenges that come with this, but in terms of yeah. almost scaring your unit into realizing that uh, these like little things matter, if you just, can you, are you just like taking little cut ups of some of these games that you're watching and show them exactly what could happen on Saturday? Sure. A hundred percent. You know, our video guy's awesome and he's done an awesome job of, getting clips that we've asked for and, and we'll show those when it's the right time and the appropriate time when we install things to, to understand, Hey guys, remember we were talking about the first step on pump protection. We'll watch this clip from, you know, this game here a few weeks ago and watch the difference between his first step on this play and his first step on the play where the punt gets blocked. Yeah. Um, so yes, for sure. But I think the kids are as motivated as ever. They're as excited as ever. Um, it's important for us to keep them healthy and to keep them focused on the things that matter, you know, playing the game the way we want it to be played here and, and that's what coaches harped on the most. And, and that's what we've got to continue to do and just take it one day at a time because we really don't know what tomorrow is going to bring 
with the situations that we've been dealt with. I definitely don't want to lose your opportunity to repeat for sure. The College Football Daily will be right back. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm just, this is a really general question. I apologize. Uh, but sure. what is the most important factor in your mind in molding a great special teams unit? That's a great question. Um, the, the thing we talk about here the most is it's the only time our entire team comes together. Uh, offense, defense, and the specialists. We have every single coach and every single player at our disposal on special teams. And we try to get the kids to understand that. And that's the first way we build our culture here. And if they understand that the safeties coach is coaching on the punt team and the corners coach is coaching the gunners and the running backs coach is coaching the gunners and, and everyone's a part of this coaching wise. And then obviously not every player ends up going in the game on special teams, but understanding that we may need to have the Mike linebacker jump in on one of the most important punts of the game if it's his time to be called upon if we have an injury and he's going to know what to do and you know we're, we're going to put our best players on special teams our starters are going to play on multiple units and and the guys see that here and then trying to talk to them and understand about you know a lot of times your first play of college football is on special teams so why not you know pay attention to the to that special teams meeting why not pay attention to the drill work and the fundamentals and the schemes and and if you do get thrown into the lineup and it's your first play of college football and you're running down a kickoff what better than to make a play and if you make a play there you're set up for you know quite a career not that it will be easy after but um, you'll have a chance to make your mark and a lot of times this is going to be your first mark on our football program and because it's the only time our team comes together where we represent how we want to play football here you know we start each game we start each drive we start each half and, and if we have that mentality that we're the ones who are starting the energy and, and starting the juice and starting the momentum for our football team, then I think the guys um, buy into it under, and understand the importance of it. And I guess for all the young players out there, that's how you, that's kind of how you make, as you said, your first impact on the team, but also it's how you impress the coaches from later on the effort on special teams, right? For, for sure. And if you want to, if you want to play more on offense and defense, the first way is to carve out more of a role on special teams. And I guarantee you, your position coach, if you're making plays on any unit on special teams, is going to give you more of an opportunity on offense and defense because they're going to start to build trust. And, and that's what it takes to get on the field. You know, we need to trust you, um, you know, on and off the field. And, and when you get an opportunity on special teams, that's your chance to earn trust or, or lose trust based upon whether you know how to do your job or not. Um, I think I probably know the answer on how much I'll stress it, given that you have a special teams coordinator's title and not every FBS program sure. has one of those. But um, I feel like as a general kind of fan audience, we don't spend a lot of time focusing on special teams. How much practice yeah. time and kind of a normal session does Miami allow out a lot to special teams and how much sure. do you all put in kind of on a weekly basis in terms of installation of special teams? 
Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, usually in, in, in a normal COVID uh, world, we would be the first meeting of the day. Okay. Um, right now, we're trying to bring our kids into shifts. So we are actually the last meeting of the day, which leads right into practice, um, just to make sure that we don't have everybody running into the building at the same time. Um, so coach will, will usually give me a 20-minute meeting, and, and that'll be the meeting now, which will get ready for practice and we'll, we'll handle all of our install and any corrections from the day before. And then the first period of the day right now with how we do practice is special teams. So we start games like that. We start practice like that. Um, and then we'll also end practice with a special teams period as well. So we're getting for sure, you know, 20 minutes of meeting and then at least 20 minutes on the field. Um, and then obviously as we get to a Thursday practice, you know, headed into game week, we're going to get more time to, to cover all the units and all the situations and our hands team and our onsides team. So um, we get as much time here as, as I've heard from anywhere else in the country. And Coach Martin's really good with kind of allowing me to adjust that time depending upon game plan and, and things that we need to get better at. And, and he's been great to work for. It's obviously you're going to have a little bit of a wonky practice schedule this year. Um, there are obviously going to be some player personnel issues uh, that are up in the air week by week. Um, and I'm sure all of that has contributed to some of the special teams errors we've seen. Um, how are you kind of trying to get around that? Is it kind of that cross training we talked about earlier? Like how are you kind of preparing for the unexpected all year on special teams? For sure. Um, you know, trying to get guys to understand that, you know, if you're the right guard on punt team, you need to know right tackle, left guard, and left tackle too. Like you need to be thrown on either side. Like you can't get caught too much. I need you to know your assignment. You know, we need you to know exactly how to execute it. But at the same time, as you start to hone in on what you do on that unit, start to look around and see the other positions that you fit in as well. Um, there are some guys that will that will tell them right away that they are cross training. Um, and then obviously it's important for us in practice to understand, okay, we got a veteran player. We got a redshirt junior safety. He's played a bunch of special teams. He's our starting safety. Well, Hey, we can pull him out of some reps in practice and let these young guys start to develop um, and take away a rep from him because he knows how to mentally take the rep or some of those younger guys, they got to physically do it. Yeah. And our coaches do an awesome job and it's hard. Sometimes it's hard for me because you're, you're, you're orchestrating just what rep, who's up, where's the rep, what hashes it on who's kicking it where, what specialist is in, and those coaches at those positions do an awesome job of taking ownership on the right side or the left side or the gunners or whatever they're coaching, and they're throwing guys in all the time to make sure that guys are ready to go. And um, it's kind of, I'm going to end on a personal one with you. I'm just wondering, uh, obviously you're very young in your career, but special teams has really been your niche thus far. I'm yeah. just kind of wondering where in your path did you establish that kind of as your thing? I know Coach Dorian, where you were previously at NC State, places a heavy emphasis on that. When did you kind of um, kind of create this niche for yourself? Yeah, great question. Um, just kind of getting into it. Um, you know, always knew I wanted to be a coach. And when I got to UConn as a, as a student assistant, they had an offensive guy, they had a defensive guy, and they didn't have a special teams guy. So I just kind of got thrown into the special teams student assistant so role. So you did what recruits um, – you did what young players should do, yeah. basically. Yeah. yeah, I just kind of threw – I just kind of – however I wanted to make my mark. And um, a guy by the name Clayton White um, was a special teams coordinator – at UConn at the time and the running backs coach and kind of got under his wing for two seasons. And coach white is a great friend of mine, great mentor of mine still to this day. Um, he's at WKU now as a defensive coordinator and worked for him for two years. Coach white went to NC state um, cause he played football there. And when coach Doran got the job in 2013 and then I stayed behind. And part of the reason why I got my GA job at UConn was because I still had a little bit of the special teams niche. Um, and then also on the offensive side of the ball. And then, um, obviously got to NC State because Coach White was able to, you know, stand on the table for me there, you know, after my interview and 
and got hired as a GA on special teams and offense. And then from there, worked really closely with Eddie Faulkner, too, who's um, you know, now with the Pittsburgh Steelers. And, you know, both of those guys have been really instrumental in terms of, you know, as great friends, mentors, and guys that had a lot of passion for special teams as well. And then obviously Coach Pascaloni at UConn, Coach Doran at NC State, and then Coach Martin here have, have placed heavy emphasis on it. And, and it's exciting because you kind of you get to coach um, everybody at some point. Um, so you have unique relationships with players on the team. And, and obviously the specialists are a fun group too. Oh, no doubt. Um, Always unique for sure. You, you never know what you're going to get out <laughs> of those guys. And I, I've been um, been really lucky to be around a, a lot of good ones. And um, and they've helped me a lot in, in my career as well. Those kids, I've, I've probably learned as, as much from them um, than they've learned from me. So it's been exciting. Well, uh, Doug, I, I really appreciate all your time today. I appreciate you giving us a special teams lesson. I know uh, college football has probably needed one thus far, so it's good to have the breakdown. And uh, good luck to Miami, Ohio this year as they, uh, as y'all attempt to repeat for a conference championship. Yeah, appreciate that. Thanks a lot. Yeah, thank you. All right, thanks to Chris. Thanks to Doug so much for, for joining us. I mean, we're excited to, to watch Miami of Ohio and, and the rest of the MAC. It'll be fun to have them back in our lives come the weeknights. So for Chris, for Doug, for our producer, Tony Levitt, I'm Trey Scott. We'll talk to y'all on Wednesday for the next edition of the College Football Daily. The wait is over. The Shy returns with new episodes on Paramount+. Plus. What brings you to the shed? Opportunity. Everybody get down! Walk right up to the side. A new rain is coming to the south side. Never should have sent a boy to do a woman's job. The Shy. New episodes now streaming. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash The Shy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with the Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. The subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply.